It's a bad advice show. Good afternoon, good morning, good night, good evening. It is the Bad Advice Show, and I am Gordon Baker Bone. And to the Baker Street to my right, give it up for the brown hooligan from the Americas, Sarome Russell, everybody. Oh, I didn't know we was doing nigga peace theater tonight. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to my left, hailing from the French quarters, you know her as the Madame of the Swamps. Put your hands together for mail, everybody. Hello, hello, Governor. We greet you and bid you adieu from the year 2023. Hey, did you know that this accent was like made up in the 1800s? Yeah, they, white people did it on purpose to just prove how white they are. What do you mean it was made up? It's my favorite Made accent. the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Whenever you look at these movies that are in like 1200 BC or 1200, sorry, whatever, AD, whatever it is. Yeah. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. White people do a lot of fuck shit to make themselves feel elite. That's crazy as fuck. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, bro. So they was out there talking like Billy Bob in them powder wigs, and we just, they just sold us a dream. Correct. Mm-hmm. Ain't that a bitch? I, I think the same accent goes for the, yeah, see? Because you never seen a black person talk like that. No, nah, they made that one up too. I remember that one. That was the nineteen twenties <laughs> super nasal mobster slash radio guy. That was a Chicago mobster, right? I believe so. Like the makeup of a Chicago mobster. Yep. Nah, see, nah. You, you tell them from Flamed. They pulled the old skirts over our heads. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are learning new shit in the new year already. Y'all welcome. Well, y'all are welcome. We missed you guys, and we're happy to be back. A lot has happened. Where should we start first? Let's start with the House Speaker, because I don't know what that means. Why won't they just get an Alexa like everyone else? No, wait. I think you're mis. I think you're mistaking something. It's not a House Speaker per se. Not like mm-hmm. a audio device. Oh. The Speaker of the House is the leader for the for the largest group in the House of Representatives. Oh, okay. And it, but it's supposed to only take one time to pick the motherfucker. And I believe they're up to fifteen right now. Yeah, they picked them at fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand how ridiculous that whole thing was? I only watched, and forgive me for those that's like, why is Gordon not doing his American duty and why? The only thing I would say is that if you tell me you don't want me 15 times in a row, I'm not coming back. It's fascinating. Let me just try one more time. I know y'all said for me to go to hell 14 times. Let me try one more time. But it's sort of, I said this before, it's really like you are, it's like you've been a long time side piece mm-hmm. and you finally <laughs> the main and like you won, but 
Did you? Did you really? Did you? Did you really? Because you found out how they really felt about you in those trials and tribulations times. They are because they almost they dragged the fuck out of him. And it wasn't even the smart people in the party. It was the goofies. Oh yeah, Gates, Gates, Gap, Gets, Getson, whoever the fuck you know I'm talking about. Loppy Bobo. Yeah, he almost got beat up. Oh yeah, Gates almost got beat up. Loppy Bobo got to finally be on. MSNBC. Mm. Good for them. And she's she's shockingly, shockingly unintelligent. Like sometimes you wonder how the fuck you got this far in life in intelligence or lack thereof. My opinion of her wasn't particularly high to begin with, but I was actually astonished by how unintelligent she is. Mm -hmm. Me too. And I wish I knew it was a Republican senator, now senator, but representative from California that tried to put hands and feet on Gates. Oh, yeah. That shit was funny. They grabbed him by his face. They was like, because <laughs> when he walked up, he had business on his mind. It's going to be some furniture moving in the oh, fucking yeah. House of Representatives. Oh, yeah. Well, that's my dream. You remember being young and watching the fights in Taiwanese parliament? Yes. Yeah, they used to play them all the time. I want that. I grew up on PBS. So they used to show Parliament a lot on Channel mm-hmm. 25. And so I grew up thinking that it was okay to shout and throw shit at people when they were speaking mm-hmm. in the government setting. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, this is it's finally coming true. I was actually quite upset when I found out that was not the norm. No, not at all. Everybody else get to have fun except for us. I hey. just want to see Loppy and Diaper Barge March brawl for it all. Go for going at it. Hand oh, yeah. hair, uppercuts, and straight rights. Oh, yeah. How much dick you think he has to eat to get that speaker position? Mm. What do you think he promised? What's the most ridiculous thing you think he promised? It depends on by the state. Okay, so what is the most ridiculous thing you think he promised Georgia? Oh. <laughs> Literacy test is coming back for... And you're going to have to write a five-page paper before you get to cast any vote. There's going to be a chicken smell detector at the polling place. So if there's any chicken on you, you won't be voting that damn day. And, I mean, uh, have, you, have, you seen the, have you seen some of the House members in the white parts of Georgia? I don't know if it's... I think literacy tests might swing north or north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right, niggas reading. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it might be some bullshit, but niggas reading. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Tubi TV tells me that we are reading. We are reading the worst of the worst of romance, but we are reading. Oh my goodness. I don't know. I haven't who. quite gotten I haven't gotten into Tubi. You don't need to. I'm gonna tell you what happened. Somebody with fifteen hundred dollars in the iPhone camera set up is shooting shit that they are writing on the go. Fifteen hundred dollars is very generous. You like <laughs> That is incredibly generous with Tubi. It's shot on the right, on the same phone in the same apartment. All the same apartment. You're talking about Tubi? Yeah. So, Gordon, before we got to Tubi, Mm -hmm. we were opining what, how much dick Kevin McCarthy had to eat to get the speaker position. What do you think he promised conservatives in New Jersey? Oh. Conservatives in New Jersey just want one thing. They want all the black people out of North. But we ain't leaving. 
<laughs> you stuck with him. You stuck with us. We gave you Redman. We gave you Michael B. Jordan. We let Tisha Campbell go to high school here. Like what? No, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> no, we are entrenched. We are like succulents. We don't require much maintenance, and we thrive everywhere. You're not getting rid of. You're not. You're not getting rid of niggas in Newark. It's yeah. not happening. You're not. You're not. It's gonna be me, Monk, and Danny DeVito leading the wave to fight back. <laughs> I can see them little legs on Danny DeVito and you <laughs> leading the charge across the bridge. <laughs> I am so sorry because all I could think of is the hobbits running into battle. Yeah, exactly. Arrgh. Come on, Mr. DeVito, let's rush him. <laughs> and he would too. Danny DeVito is a stand-up guy. He yes. would definitely fight fight for y'all right to be there in Newark. It's such an odd bunch. If you gather us all together, it's just a hilarious bunch of people that come together to fight for North Jersey. It'd be clear really next to Shaq. <laughs> now that would be hilarious. Picture Shaq throwing Danny DeVito like a football <laughs> with a knife in his hand. Oh, man. I love yep. it. It, it. Yeah, it's a ridiculous place. Bro. And then he does like a tuck and then just stretches out with the knife going forward. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are so lucky I can't draw. I promise. Yo, that shit will be on t-shirts by Tuesday. You know what I'm saying to you? I will be pressing them holes out and selling them on the internet because that is a beautiful sight to try to imagine right now. Yeah. I just think it's so unfair because I have all these ideas, but I think that's just God keeping me in my place. Speaking of ideas, and you guys were talking about Tubi, yeah, I've got three. I've got three scripts in the tank that I'm shooting over to Tubi. Shoot them over there. Shoot them. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Actually, it would be four, but I had to scrap my my prequel to the Revenge of the Nerds because I was doing research to write it. I was writing Revenge of the no Nerds, but it's all about the lambdas, the trilams, the original ones, the all black frat at this really racial school. And so I was doing the research on the Revenge of the Nerds. So I decided I'm going to watch the original Revenge of the Nerds. Because I remember as a child, Ooh, I remember having fun mm, with it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen it. You've never <laughs> seen it? I've never seen Revenge of the Nerds. Add this, to the, add this to your comedy boot camp because you need to see this horrible shit. Racism ain't fixed, but I'd be damned if we don't let them get away with a little bit less shit. You got to remember, Soul Man was a thing. I actually saw that. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Remember that. For those of you, give a quick background of Soul Man Mel. C. Thomas Howell put on blackface to get a <laughs> scholarship to Howard, right? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. This is not 1940. This is 1984. Yeah. <laughs> he took tan and pills, turned himself brown. And had the most ridiculous looking blackface on in the movie. It was really bad. With a curl too. Yep. He had a curl. Yep. Yep. So if you're thinking, has there been a film in the 1980s 
with a man doing 90 minutes in blackface yes yes yeah. <laughs> and it was like, and it yeah. was it was not satirical like no. tropic thunder it was just no. blackface it yep. was blackface how do i get and into it school was... i got it <laughs> it was a hit they made all that money back a lot yep. of people saw that movie Ooh, imagine that pitching that to investors so what is the I film have... <laughs> I don't think it's a hard sell. I don't think it was. It definitely wasn't a hard sell in the eighties. No, oh, sweet Jesus. Because if you recall, there is a Golden Girls episode that they don't show because they did blackface. What? Yeah. Took it out the rotation. Yep. <laughs> sure did. Yeah, so I scrapped my Revenge of the Nerds prequel idea because I went and rewatched. Revenge of the Nerds and went, oh, I, mm-mm, nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It was that bad? It was that bad. Uh, there's certain scenes in there that just were, that's just unacceptable. Between the racism, the sexism. The homophobia. What I'm sure, the homophobia mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the probably unchecked ableism. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because we still not off ableism now. We're not really off any of it. But we still 1954 on ableism. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are dragging their feet, so to speak. It's, it, I know somebody's listening to this like, what's in Revenge of Nerds? I don't want to say. You watch it, and then you come back to me. Yeah, hashtag Bad Advice Show. I watch Revenge of Nerds. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Make that the whole hashtag, too. <laughs> Mel brought this up. And it's a very interesting question. How many celebrities do you think have gotten away with murder? How many, like a percentage that we just don't know about at all? Oh, I said this before, 40%. 40% of taking somebody out. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't want us to get sued. So I don't want anybody to say names. But describe without describing the celebrity you think is most likely to have committed a murder we don't know about. Well, you that know we don't know I'm about? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. How do I describe this person? They've done a versus. <laughs> Male or female? Male. Black? Mm-hmm. Old? Mm-mm. Young? Mm-hmm. I would say old. Our age? Around. Around our age. <laughs> yep, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I would win with old and agreed. <laughs> agreed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like drop it in the chat. Thing. Drop it in the chat. Okay, I'll drop it in the chat because I went with old, and I know he has at least one of his brothers. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yes. You think he ain't got a body or two on that cane? Use use it. Mr. Roman's better at describing without describing than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Let's move on before we go to jail, cause Yep. <laughs> I don't wanna get sued either. Oh man. So we are Two weeks into the new year, almost not well. A week into the no, new year, we're officially one, we're, we're past the curb your enthusiasm date of saying happy new year. 
Yeah, that's January. right. Larry Davis said January 7th, right? Yep, which I agree with. My oh. bad advice for 2023 is Sit down. find one <laughs> <no>. <laughs> find one thing that you are unreasonably dramatic about because we all have something. So just be unapologetically, unreasonably dramatic about something. Can I be, can I have two? Okay, sure. What are yours? Sundresses in the CNAs. No, you cannot be no, unreasonably dramatic about CNAs. We've talked about something, about not someone. No. Did you tell you what happened? So no. My, no. My birthday this just is, came this up. Is a, no, 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 no. This is a singular <laughs> problem with a singular CNA. No. No, it's not. No. Yeah, it is. No. No. We do not shit on healthcare providers on the bad advice. Uh, uh, we're not shitting on healthcare providers, but I'm just saying this. I may or may not have went to the doctors on the day before my birthday for my annual yearly. Hey, how bad is Gordon drinking? <laughs> <laughs> then they said we need to take some blood. And I was like, hey, take the game. No, you know one likes that joke? All right. Just, oh. I found it funny. So <laughs> so I got poked like 15 times because they couldn't find a vein, even though I said I have small veins. It was like, don't worry about that. There was blood on the floor. Literally. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah, I'm good now. You're here to tell the tale. Yes, I You're am. Here yeah. to tell the tale. My two things to be dramatic about, and I'm going to go with first, I'm chewing with your mouth on. I'm going to fall across the fucking table, screaming and cussing <laughs> and pointing at your mouth, just yelling, close it. Close <laughs> it. Close it. Have you seen someone chewing their mouth open recently, or is this like a. That's a, that's a long standing thing. I got in a fight over this. Like a physical fist fight? Yeah, physical fist fight. <laughs> How did someone go from eating to fighting that quickly? Because <laughs> I asked nicely, and then they did it in my face, and did I hit you? them with their tray. Hit them with a tray? Was this when you were in the military? Yeah. Of course oh, I was. Okay. Thank you for your service. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as a Black woman, I reserve my right, as I always have, to be unreasonably dramatic about unfamiliar, unpleasant smells. Mm. Mm. Y'all cannot stand that. Can't do it. Scientifically impossible. I cannot smell something unpleasant without saying, what is that? Yeah. And just be, oh, uh, it's in my mouth. Oh. I can't, yeah. I cannot do it. Yeah. Now, this is coming from a former stinky kid in school. Jesus. I keep um, forgetting that you was the stinky I'm, kid. I'm sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. You didn't kid. know Saron was the stinky kid? No. Saron, nothing about you says I was the stinky kid. Stinky kids usually have a certain trait to them. Saron has said it several times. Yeah. I didn't believe him. I grew up in abject poverty with drugs around. I was a stinky kid. It's kind of like all, the recipe. Yeah, kind of. You can't have one without the other. I was. It was a perfect storm for stinky. So you were traumatized by a lot of black women. Oh man, you oh. would come to you would come to school in some clothes that that perhaps should have been washed. One no hot water at the crib, or one no electricity at the crib, or you tried to dry your clothes in front of the stove and they still had that wet smell to them. And somebody in the classroom, you sitting down, you working on your quadratic equations and shit like that. Somebody was go, what is that smell? And you go, oh, man, that was, oh, I hate when that happens, man. 
the, they clearly know where the smell is coming from, but they don't want to put you full on blast. Yeah, it's they will so circle low. you. They will yeah. circle you like hyenas. <laughs> Sniffing people. No, it ain't him. No, it ain't her. Oh, look who it is. Ooh, that's worse Come than on. like when the comedian is making his way across the room, clowning people. Exactly, because yep. I'm sitting up there sweating, which is adding to the motherfucking funk. Mm. I'm sorry, you're a good friend of mine, and you know this, but yeah. for some reason, I can't help but picture you as like a southern pig pen yeah. uh, from Charlie Brown. That was a little <laughs> dust. That oh, was a little no. dust around my feet at all points. Everybody be asking me all the time, what's your favorite childhood memory? I'd be like, none of them. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> the last one. Now, I was the kid in school who couldn't dress. So mm, whenever they would start awful. ripping shoes. Oh, mm. Because my parents refused. They refused. I don't even know, like at the time, like I was a kid, so I had to wear whatever my parents Mm -hmm. So it wasn't even couldn't. It was they would buy the worst shit. They would buy the absolute worst shit. So once they go, once it's like time to roll shoes, I'm like, fuck. You sitting on your feet in class, just some bullshit. (laughs) Hey. Man, I got a ledge crossed in the seat. Man, that's why I always the I many a day mouthing off at the teacher. Yeah. Shout out to all the schools that require uniforms and anyone that is pro uniform. Because you from, still gotta wear shoes. You still gotta wear shoes, but that's something that you can politely flex with. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta. You ain't always gotta have the nicest kicks. Sometimes you can just have some good quality shoes. Make sure you dapper. Uniforms. You can look good in the uniform. It's not till I got to high school. I don't think uh, you understand kids. You don't understand kids. Because kids will find a way. They'll find a way to roast you, even if you all are wearing the same thing. Because my kids all have to wear black shoes and a uniform. They find a way with black shoes and a uniform. Oh, but that's the thing about uniforms. The reason I am the way I am and the way I take shots at people, I go personal. I never go close. (laughs) That's what uniforms do. They make you navigate around that. Mm. Yep. See? So somebody would say, going in your shoes are ugly. You would go, your mama's loose. Yep. <laughs> hey, didn't a gym teacher fuck your mom? <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, you had to fight me. You'd have to fight me that day. Yeah. That sounds, you'd have to fight me that day because that sounds like some shit that could happen because the gym teacher. It's usually, I don't know if this is true in y'all school, but the gym teacher was always a single black dude. Mm-hmm. And he was the only one in shape in the whole school. Mm-hmm. He was Anybody? a full football player. Yeah, he knew it. He drove a high mileage Benz or a high mileage BMW, and he mm-hmm. was just taking his pick of mothers. Like a fox in a hen house. <laughs> 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 and nobody can't stand him. No. And the people that couldn't stand them is usually someone they fucked. So. <laughs> yeah. Mine was Coach Hall. Coach Hall was in charge of linebackers. And for some reason, they put him in charge of health class. This nigga shouldn't have been teaching mm-hmm. us shit about our bodies. 
Oh, man. I'm happy for my gym teachers in high school, except for one. I'm not going to say his name, but he also coached me in freshman football. And I would play running back, and I played slot receiver and dime cornerback. And he named all my running back plays after sexual positions. <laughs> all right, Gordon. All right, Gordon. Doggy style on three. Doggy style on three. Rome, you think you're joking. That is I'm exactly. <laughs> Get in there, Gordon. Get in there. So was it regular sexual positions or was it like your boy and 40-year-old virgin? It was like regular sexual positions. He, he wasn't very creative. The halfback option where the quarterback runs out mm-hmm. and he could either yeah. take it up the field or he could toss it to the running back that's like kind of trailing. That mm-hmm. was called 69. Okay, yeah. So he needs to go to jail. I was just trying to figure out if he needs to go to jail or prison. Yeah, he needs to go to jail. But jail. I think he's jail. Dirty Sanchez prison, but it was jail. A halfback dive, which means I'm just going straight up the middle. Missionary. Missionary. Jail. Yeah. Yo, I just realized this halfway through. This man shouldn't have been around kids at all. No, he should not have. Jail. Don't say his name because we need to put it on the affidavit. Yep. That's exactly why I didn't say it. But yeah, he used to teach health class and I got out of his health class. And I got one of my favorite teachers ever taught health and also driver's ed. Miss Hurley taught us how to drive. She was all, she was dope as shit. Shout out to Miss Hurley, wherever you are. Yeah. My, one of my gifted teachers contacted me and I, I told Mel about this. They was real happy to see me. And I'm, they was like, yo, you was one of the smartest kids. I ever had, did you know your IQ? Like, yeah, and then I, in my head, I was like, wait a minute. My teacher trying to fuck? What, what's going on? Oh, my God. He told me about this, too. I'm only cool with a couple of teachers. First piece of bad advice. If a teacher tells you you can call them by their first name, they're trying to fuck you. And If you're in your 30s and 40s now, they're like, oh, you don't have to call me that anymore. You're grown now. Wait, why oh, are you no. talking like that? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a teacher, but yeah, just called me. You know, a professor. He came to one of my shows, and he was like, "Yeah, you just called me Vince." And I was like, "No, no not professor. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good." <laughs> yeah, when your teacher say some shit like you was a little boy then, you all man now. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Were it's you waiting illegal. on me? <laughs> Yo, it's not illegal, but it don't make it right. It don't make it right. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty weird. Pretty fucking weird. Yeah, first piece of bad advice. Call your teacher by their first name and see how weird it gets. <laughs> it's going to get real weird for some of y'all women. I can tell you that right now. Your math teacher really going to comment on how you filled out. I see you really learned my Pythagorean theories. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Get out of my Facebook inbox, sir. Get out. Yeah. Oof. Mel, have you had any teachers to tell you to call them by their first name? Hell no. Oh, wow. Good job. No, you know, I don't play with people like that. Like, I am, which is what you get. So I wasn't a bad student. The teachers who liked me loved me. But we had a pretty solid professional type relationship. And the creepy teachers made them very unhappy. So I don't think they want me calling them anything. Speaking about that. I just realized how many times I've been kicked out of class over the years. Oh, I think all three of us are, like, if we were hockey players, all of us have been in the penalty box, like, 
Hall of Fame numbers. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. Bro. I, I still, when I get to whatever the great hereafter is, I'm going to have to answer for some of what I put Mr. Lee through in first period math. Yeah. Me and Miss Coma. Mm-hmm. And Miss yeah. Hutchinson, I'm definitely going to have to answer some questions. I got so many detentions that I changed Columbia High School's detention policy for prom. <laughs> so you couldn't go to prom? No, I had to. All right. So how it happened? Freshman year, I had this teacher, math teacher, who I was very good at, but she just wasn't really. I was me back then, but in a smaller, more rambunctious body. So worse, I showed up to class and she was like, Gordon, if you say something, it's a two hour detention because that's how they gave them out. They gave them out in two hour intervals and I was like something and she was like all right that's two you got any mm. more and I was like I, I got more she was like four and then she was like you need to leave and I was like as I was leaving I was like you know what I'll take over this and she had a little podium and shit so I walked over to the podium I stood there and I was like I'll see how many detentions I'll get I was like let me get to five five six five seven five six five six six oh <laughs> like an auctioneer yep yeah so the, class, <laughs> so the class is reacting to it <laughs> That would have been the day I hit a student with a dictionary. <laughs> so I know I she. Oh, I know she was heated at you. So kid named Kevin, I think he got to ninety nine and then or ninety eight, and then someone yelled out one forty, and I was like sold, and I walked out the room, and uh, she wrote up all seventy of those detention slips. <laughs> oh, yeah. did you she serve them? Did. So I didn't think that I would have to. So like it went, that was freshman year, senior year come around, I'm getting ready for prom. And like my mom's so excited. She's like, oh man, finally, one, one of the men in the family graduating on time, going to college and going to prom the year they're supposed to. <laughs> A first for the bone clan. So I'm so excited. And I'm like, she's no, she's excited about it. I'm just like, ah, it's just prom, it's whatever. So as I go to buy my prom ticket, they look at the list and go, oh, you you can't go. And I go, what? It's like, you have a total of 136 unanswered detentions. <laughs> Did your mama go to school and straighten it out? Mom went to school, talked to Dean Brown. It's like, this man is going, no, this young man is going to prom. I worked too hard for this man. Not to yeah. <laughs> there are certain things, there are certain things I would let just stand, but some stuff I'm like, you playing in their face, you playing in my face. Fuck y'all, this ain't working. Yeah, and I don't, you. I didn't step in too often, but like power plays with teachers, I wouldn't get involved in that <laughs> at all. Oh. And I get you frustrated. I'm really sorry that happened to you, but we gonna have to figure out another way. So Janet went down over that same type of mentality, and she was like, he's gonna go. I don't care what he got to do. He's gonna go. So she's a teacher. He's a ding, and she goes, you know what? He'll work. And I was like, what? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, we've never had this happen before. We've never had a situation like this in the history of Columbia. We've never had a student with this many hours of detention in order to go to prom. I was like, what do you propose? She was like, he'll work. She was like, what you need done around here? And they were like, it's almost the end of the year. We've got to clean up the lockers. So they took me to the janitor crew, and they was like, yeah, put them to work. Whatever you guys need to get done. Wow. He's going to do. So I'm cleaning lockers. I'm cleaning underneath desks. And I was by myself the first week. And then more and more other people that had the delinquent detention started showing up. 
So I was like, what are y'all doing? They was like, yeah, we got Oscar's attention too. So yeah. they did that. And the next thing you know, it became a full program now that they still use to this day. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ooh, the Gordon Law. Look at Gordon <laughs> changing the, the, the carceral system yeah. and getting restorative justice <laughs> instead. Getting a, getting a chain game for kids. Bro, you are awesome. Those, those janitors just watched us as we worked. Like, they literally were just so happy to have the kids working on the school. They were sitting there just waiting for three o'clock. Oh, you're here. Let's get it. They were restorative justice, baby. <laughs> just watch us as we did all the work that they had to do. Well, they, I know they laughed at y'all. Oh, they laughed. They had a ball laughing at y'all every year. Bet you didn't think this gum would have to would come back to bite you, huh, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I know you know who did this. <laughs> Yep. Look at you this see here. the kids look, fucking look, up look. at school. Now you standing at the door looking like a black mama. Oh, so I'm gonna clean this motherfucker and you just gonna mess it right back up again. Yeah. yeah. Ain't too yeah. fun when somebody leave a salmon sandwich in their locker room. Jesus. <laughs> hmm? That ain't fun, is it? That fun? No, go on to get it out. <laughs> no, we ain't got no gloves. You see the ED janitor hands. Yep, Sarone, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. They were so mad and happy at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're ever around Columbia High School in New Jersey, and when June comes around, just let it be known, the janitorial crew is super excited because they know somebody's got to go to prom and they're about to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I had the funniest proms. I say funniest, but you niggas going to be like, this is Sad. Shit. <laughs> I haven't even said anything. Did, I'm getting called why slurs. Did, wow. Why did we, I ain't say shit. I'm gonna laugh now on principle, but go ahead. This is a story from Sarong's childhood. So how happy could it be? Oh, <laughs> All right. All right. It's not All our right. fault you make the fucking stories funny, by the way. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. All right, Mel, Mel, focus. Okay, I'm putting on my stone face. Best. Okay. Yes, stone faces. Here we go. Sorrell, <laughs> you have the floor. All right, senior prom. I am in love with somebody that's in love with somebody else. Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> Has a boyfriend. His boyfriend is 330 pounds, mm. all star guard on the football team, and owns mm -hmm. the record for bench press in the school. Mm. She says, Going to prom, wish it could take you, but I do need help getting ready. I Wait. no get my criminal ass uncle to drop me off at her house at five o'clock. I help her flat iron her hair. You were her fashion eunuch? Oh, yeah. I was a glam squad. I helped her get ready for prom and then I hauled ass right before the dude came to pick her up. My uncle met me at a dead run down the street. That's so sad, I can't even laugh. Yeah. You have to say that, right? Oh, Why did you fuck you? I had to go. I had to go, this nigga was 330 pounds. Why did you agree to do that? I told you I was in love. You flat ironed her hair? You flat ironed her hair? <laughs> 
I mean, it was thick and kinky. I, I have like found that. a whole new way to traumatize niggas. Wow. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm, I could have never said that. I would, I would, I, I'm Yo, 46 years old and I'm doing that dumb shit. I'm just saying, if I see some, I see you with a silk press, I know it came from pain. If you see me with a silk press, I guarantee you a nigga did it. Yeah. See? <laughs> just to see if he would. <laughs> Wait, the flat iron that clapped together? That's the one yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about? Saram, that's a lot. Yeah. Why am I picturing Saram holding that? You gave a you, you, you gave a barrel curl. Yeah, you know, because this is the nineties. You you so gave a I you gave a French twist. I bumped the ends and put it in a waterfall. Oh my god! You broke out the pump it up. Yeah, the black oh, no. with, the, with the brown gel too. I knew oh. what I was doing. What music were you playing? Because I know it wasn't silent in the room. You was playing something. Monica. Before you, of course. Before you walk out of my life. Or probably was, I put on a little Jodeci. That was too far. I said, back it up. Wow. Just, you know, so you don't want you getting no idea. Yeah. Back it up. I'm having sex with somebody else tonight. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is anyone else picturing the bobby pin on the side of his mouth as he's flat iron? <laughs> I'm imagining him with one of those little aprons on where they just pull out the Marcel irons. Mm. Mm. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I should have told it. No, no. I wouldn't good... even think to ask somebody to do some shit like that. No, that's because you, you you got a heart. <laughs> <laughs> I did get to dance with my high school crush at prom. It was somber and sweet. I had a crush on her since freshman year, back when I was playing high school football. And she was dating a quarterback. And I was a running back. And I hated that nigga's guts. I hated walking in. <laughs> How do you hate the teammate for love? <laughs> I used to get so mad every time I walked in and had to say those goofy ass plays. All right, 69. Ugh. <laughs> you bitch, nigga. <laughs> But yeah, we got to dance at prom together, which was very sweet. She still follows yeah. me on, on on social medias. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, well, cool. well. That's yeah. a little bit cooler than what I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wait. No, I, I have something like that, too. I had to sneak into homecoming the year I took her to homecoming because I someone sold my homecoming ticket. But I only had one because I bought hers and I didn't. Oh. So I had to sneak in. Yeah, I broke into homecoming. And if you're wondering how does a kid in Jersey break into homecoming without a ticket, basically, here's what I did. I got to the door. I walked her in. I was like, hey, I'll be right back. And then I walked outside. I took my jacket off, undid my tie, undid like my top button, and I jogged in place for five minutes to build up a sweat. And I walked back in without a ticket. And I saw one of the gym teachers, and he was like, hey, you worked up a sweat. And I was like, yeah, I was dancing my ass off. They're like, oh, get back in there and party. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, that's just some smart criminal shit. <laughs> that's just a Newark nigga trying to get into a prom. And this is who's mentoring the future. Yeah. Well, my, shit. I got, a son, I got a son about that age that he falls in love. He asked me for advice. I was like, hell no, don't ask me. I do. I got a bad track record. Oh, man.
yeah, why do kids like ask us for advice? I, like, I don't think they should be asking us for advice. They need it and we should be supplying it. But sometimes I'm just like, mm, I don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> Yo, I, sometimes it's been said before. Sometimes I can't believe we're the adults today. Yeah. We're the ones with the wisdom. Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> why are 12 year olds so mad? <laughs> I have no idea, but they are fucking furious. At everything. Like, you only been here for 12 damn years. What happened? Well, that was pretty fucking terrible. Like, think about it. We were 12 and we had fun. How mm-hmm. much fun is there for 12 year olds right now? Not a lot. You can go online, but you got to watch out for predators. You can go outside, right. but you got to watch out for predators. There are literally ra- creeps at every turn when you're 12. We're raising meerkats. <laughs> Jesus. You just poke the head out of the hole, say something sassy, and they go back. Yeah. I don't know what's up with my niece. She's 12 and she is pissed. <laughs> they be mad, boy. I got one too. You tell them to do something, you're like, okay. <laughs> I'm just so glad it's over for me. (laughs) (laughs) That was celebrating. (laughs) Because like when when my kids get pissed off with me, I'm like, we don't even live together. This is not my responsibility. I am here to guide and not instruct. Good Lord. So if you don't like the guidance, I'll talk to you later. Attitude. I'm going to a home, and I don't think it's going to have running water. <laughs> really? Mel going to be at the well like Mary and her sisters just pulling buckets. Yep. I legit had the idea while talking to my 12-year-old niece that we should just invent a city or a state that we just dedicate to 12-year-olds, that we just all send them there. We'll have, like, guards protect them, but we just put them in there, and just for that one year, we just go, you're good. You want them to come back when they're 13? Wait, you ain't seen 13. Oh. <laughs> Wait, no, don't tell me that. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, dog. They don't, calm, they don't calm down until they hit 22. Yeah. They don't calm like down until they hit Me and BB just got back on speaking terms like last month. Yo, they don't calm down until they're 22. I hate to tell you that, man. I got a 22-year-old, soon to be 22. And uh, yeah. That 19-year-old resurgence of sass, when they finally, when they like, oh, you know what? I figured the world out, and here's what I need to tell you about yourself. Oh, 19 is terrible. (gasps) 19 was so awful, I didn't think either one of us was going to make it out. Mm. What? It's bad. (laughs) It's bad. It's bad. What? Because part of it is because we fucked up. Like, we, we on that bullshit. And they're old enough to see it, but don't have the emotional maturity or whatever to really do anything with it and navigate around it. Yeah, because all they know is that you fucked up, and that's all they can tell you. Mm-hmm. Jesus. At 19, I was in the service, but I still was emotionally immature. So my grandma got into an argument with my mama in the yard, and I was going to take my mama's side. I said, You know what, grandma? I got a job now. I don't need to depend on y'all so we can go right now. I was making $400 every two weeks. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> if, she if she had the strength to throw a rock, she would have knocked shit out of me. Ooh. I wouldn't. I want to knock shit out of me for telling my grandma that. 
yeah. I did apologize when I was in my thirties. Hey, well, that shit I said when I was nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. At least we apologize. That's well, she said it's it's okay, baby. You were stupid. Yeah, I totally got. It. <laughs> oh, big dumb baby. Yeah. After a certain point, my kids would say certain things, and I'm like, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You're gonna be really embarrassed when you're smart." Pretty much. When you're smart enough to process this, and I have smart mm-hmm. kids. I have great kids. I don't. I, I love my kids, and they're fantastic people. But they ain't wrapped too tight when they're going through that. And you're coming to terms with the fact that your parent is very imperfect and very fucked up as well. So. This is a lot. Mm-hmm. So go and get ready. I'm trying to prepare myself. I just had to talk to my niece because she didn't want none of the lights on in my sister's house. She kept turning off all the lights. And how do you deal with that? What is it with you, mistress of darkness, <laughs> that you suddenly don't like light switches? <laughs> and the only thing wanna... they can... They, they can't even hit you with nothing reasonable. They just be like, it's just bright. I'd also just like to point out that what you described earlier is basically the premise of Lord of the Flies. And oh. I don't know if you know how that ended. I do. Mm-hmm. They killed one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Piggy. The chunky one. Yeah, Piggy. One time for Piggy. And Piggy ain't bother nobody. Mm-mm. He was just a sweet little boy. Yep. Now I'm th- now I'm thinking about it. Maybe, maybe the person that wrote Lord of the Flies had a wayward twelve year old. Probably. Yeah. I would. I bet. Let's. Let. I bet if we look it up, the year he wrote that shit, he had two 11, 12 year olds in the house. He's like, you know what they would do if they were by themselves? Fucking kill each other. <laughs> With no hesitation. It's fucking wild. Ah. Man. Which one of your siblings came closest to killing you? Oh, my sister Kwai. Mm-hmm. Saron? Why did I say that so quickly? Uh, probably out of my own siblings, probably my sister Sheena. Mm-hmm. Kwai mm-hmm. used the brush because like, she was doing my sister's hair. And I just felt like being annoying. And uh, we got into a little bit of a tussle. I say a tussle because I don't remember the rest of the... <laughs> From what my little sister Samantha tells me, she hit me with the brush and I went, I'm done. I said the words, I'm done fighting. I need a nap. And I went to go to sleep. <laughs> so you went into a coma. <laughs> she put you in a coma. Yeah. Okay. Who the fuck announces they need a nap? <laughs> Somebody who's about to go into a coma. Yeah. So yeah, that happened. She apologized about it two years ago. Thankfully, you were here to hear it. Yep. How about you, Mel? <laughs> Any of your siblings? So my situation is a little bit different. You start a statement like that. <laughs> I am not the one. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't, uh, my sisters and I would fight, but I didn't yeah. fight to do damage like that. But I, my my circumstances, I realized that we were, very we were un- anomalous plus my parents if we fought and they found out about it they would beat the hell out of us so even when we would fight we didn't want to leave like evidence so we kept it pretty chill that being said my children tyson put Jaden in the dryer once say what now what yeah 
which would and turned it on. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. I bet that was bet that was knocking like hell. This is one of the most terrifying stories I have because I did not hear it. This is when I was working full time at this boutique law firm. So I was working probably about 55 hours a week. Okay. And I had a nine hour course schedule. So I was knocked out. I didn't even hear it. My baby could have died in the dryer and I would not have known. My neighbors apparently heard it. So they started like coming over on the weekend and like knocking, bringing us food and that type of thing. Because they were apparently in the house killing each other. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Now I gotta now I gotta make sure I I lock my washer from now on and dry it. Man, kids are crazy. Let me go, let me go, let me go lock mine now. Cause I already know these two little ones over here. They already go. I already. I could, they already gonna fall down the stairs. I don't know how many times you have to tell kids not to run downstairs. Maybe it's got. To, they got to fall one time, but they don't believe. They just don't believe fat meat greasy. And no, not at all. They ain't, they ain't listening to me. So you gonna have to lose some baby teeth before you find out for real. I've never felt so la- left out until just now, where Sarone just said that same and Mel. Just, mm-hmm, you're right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sitting here like, what did you say? <laughs> You've never heard that before? You've never I'm heard some people about... don't think fat meat greasy? You know what? Now I'm thinking about, no, I haven't. Really? <laughs> no. Hmm. I thought your mama here was from South Carolina. She's from South Carolina, but she don't say fat meat greasy. <laughs> they definitely say you don't believe fat meat greasy in South Carolina. Oh. They definitely do. She just had been up there a long time. By yeah, she's been, she been up north. Her thing is, what, you don't think shit stink? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, a, that's, that's one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. The like, Newark saying right there. Yep. Oh, huh. Jesus. People, we have welcome, welcome back and rushed in the new year. We want to thank y'all for joining us on the Bad Advice Show. We're so happy to be back. So happy to start putting out this content weekly and early for our Patreon members and an extra episode for our Patreon members. It just personally, just from Sarome, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, I you know what? Me, yeah, Mel, you're absolutely right. Mel and Sarome, you're both right. If you're wondering about the Patreon and how to get episodes early, Bad Advice Show, Black, no, it is patreon.com backslash Bad Advice Show. I almost said that backwards. Yeah. But. We are back, and not only will you get that, you will get bonus episodes of that other thing. Yeah, some healthy shit on there. Guys, we're in 2023. I'm so excited to be back. We are. It's going to be an amazing year. I am so glad that all of you are back with us. I hope that your new year was off to a wonderful start. And yeah, that's all the inspirational shit I have to say. All right, here's my favorite part of the show. Guys, what do you got coming up? Sarone, where are you going to be at? Next show is January 20th and 21st at room 808 in Petworth, D.C., Petworth neighborhood of D.C., so you can catch me there at 8 p.m. both nights, Friday and Saturday. And then after that, I'm somewhere in Hyattsville. I had, I, I got to remember the uh, venue, and I'll tweet that out. Okay. Mel, where can people find you? I am always on the Twitter machine, the Gates of Mel. Anywhere there is social media shenanigans if you look up the gates of mel the o is a zero you can find your girl i'm also on resist bot mel's midday mug is coming back this week which may very well be in the morning we shall see i think i don't like waking up early but 
we do what we got to do. But also, I want to let y'all know, I have a petition that I would love for y'all to sign. So I'm ResistBot, but if you want to sign a petition, go to ResistBot's DMs and DM P-H-I-H-K-N. There is a bill, the Emergency Price Stabilization Act, because eggs should not be eight motherfucking dollars. What the fuck? And Representative Bowman, who is a representative out of New York, has sponsored this bill, and it is going to help regulate costs for things like food, health care transportation or monitor those costs and put a cap on some of this shit so go to resistbox dms on twitter p-h-i-h-k-n and if you're not on twitter and you just want to do it on your phone text that to 50409 we'll put it in the show notes so that you know what's up and again it's supporting the emergency price stabilization act because my rent is too goddamn high and so is yours mm. i hear you on that one Love it. I need eggs to come down too. And as for me, guys, only big show I want you guys to know about is Drunk Black History is back. We're back in Brooklyn. Brandon's yeah. back. We got a guest that's going to be on the show. I don't even want to surprise you guys with the guest, but how can I say it without saying it? They were on HBO, and you do the math with that. How about that? No. Yep. So February 23rd. You guys can check out Bad Advice Show and see who the guest is. Not Bad Advice Show, Drunk Black History. So check it out. It's going to be great. It's in my link in my bio on the Twitter, at Baker Bone on Twitter. So with all that being said, you guys have fun. Avoid 12-year-olds if you can. Do not start a Lord of the Flies scenario like I almost did. And just love each other. Sounds good to me. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> I literally cannot find where. Oh, wait, what the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> Extra.